The autumn wind is a pirate. Welcome, Raider Nation, to the Raider Nation podcast. And I'm your host, Raider Greg. Welcome to our show. Well, Jucky B returns to the Oakland Raiders. We got some moves, folks, and we're going to talk about them right here on show 302. Well, here's a fresh little tidbit of news for you. Per an e-poll, Al Davis was voted the most disliked and creepy owner in professional sports. <laughs> you know, they love taking shots at the Raiders. And here's yet another one at Mr. Davis. Man, you know what? We are a huge target. And I can't wait to put that in all their faces when we start winning. But right now... You know, the Raiders, <laughs> they're going to take these shots, but this one was quite amazing. <laughs> Who does this shit? All right, so on today's show, there will be Chucky B. What will he be? That's right. What position is Chuck Bresnahan going to hold? We don't know. We know one thing. He's a defensive coach. Yeah. <laughs> okay, free agent freakout. I'm telling you right now, the Raider Nation is like a pressure cooker on the free agent issue. We're going to hit on that, man, because people are freaking out on here. <laughs> oh, and then here's my favorite story that we revisit every year just about this time. It's the whole lot of shame in the Hall of Fame. Yeah, a whole lot of shame in the Hall of Fame because there are some people that are in there that don't deserve it, and there are people that are out here in silver and black that definitely do deserve it. All that and the bone line here on this show. Man, the offseason, <laughs> it's brutal. Well, most of us know Chuck Bresnahan. He was on the sidelines there for the Silver and Black for quite some time, my man. 2000-2003, Oakland Raiders defensive coordinator was a familiar sight on the sidelines during some fantastic games. You know, and the guy really didn't get a whole lot of credit for that. Even though it was epic, we did win three AFC championships in a row. Our defense was pretty good most of the time. Not epic, of course, not like Baltimore or uh, the Steelers, but a good enough defense to take us to the Super Bowl in 03. Now, listen, Bresnahan did a pretty good job on the 4-3 defense with the players he had. He had some good players. Let's go to what happened to him because <laughs> Al picked him off the scrap heap. Yeah. He was on the way out of the NFL. He was actually a UFL defensive coordinator. And that's because he spent two lowly seasons with the Bengals, not making better than 27th in the defensive rankings. Now, Bresnahan is a good guy. He's, he's not a boisterous guy. He's not a Rob Ryan, got to be on TV kind of guy. But he's a good, fiery coach. And I think, 
you know, even though he's had some problems, I think this was a good choice by Al Davis to put him in this position as a defensive coordinator. I think he'll feel comfortable here in the silver and black. And I think really Bresnahan did not have the players in Cincinnati and I'm giving him the benefit of the doubt because it's true. There are a lot of old players that were along in the tooth, a lot of injuries, bad defenses because they were bad offenses as well. And you know what that means to any team. So I don't know if Bresnahan really had a chance to succeed. I know he will here in Oakland because he has the players to be successful. Along with uh, Al Davis hopefully putting his golden pen to paper and paying our free agents, Bresnahan should have a pretty damn good defense to start with, and we saw what he did before with a good defense. Perhaps this is the thing. But, (laughs) need I digress? Why the hell didn't Al Davis make him defensive coordinator? No. In classic form, the Oakland Raiders come out with defensive coach. Well, how many defensive coaches are there? Eight? Well, which one is he? Is he defensive line coach? Is he defensive backs coach? What coach is he? That leaves to mind everyone's speculation that, yes, he will be the defensive coordinator if Al can't find someone better. Can't the Raiders do business in a correct manner? How would it make you feel knowing that you're not the guy, but you could be the guy? I just don't know if that's the best way to start off a relationship. I know Bresnahan doesn't give a rat's ass because he's on the way to unemployment if he doesn't get this job. So that, you know, that is a sour taste to this fan's mouth. Either make him or make him something else and, 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 you know, bring him up later. That's the rumors are that we're looking for a coach, Winston Moss or this guy named Perry as defensive coordinators, and they both are on the staff of the Packers. Well, you know, I would hope that maybe we get a shot at that because I think we're one of the last teams, if not the last team, to look for a defensive coordinator. Let's hope that Hugh Jackson can convince one of these guys, Winston Moss, for example, to come to Oakland. You know what? Even if it doesn't happen, to be quite honest, I have a lot of faith in Bresnahan. I'm hoping that these two characters don't come to Oakland because they don't understand the culture. They don't understand Al Davis. And as much as everyone wants to think he's that happy-go-lucky guy, (laughs) Al Davis is one tough mofo, I'm telling you, man. And when you're stuck under his thumb, you better be getting real uncomfortable because that's how he likes it. And that that Bresnahan, he knows the, the situation there in Oakland. And I really think it's a good hire. I hope they make him a defensive coordinator. He needs a chance. He's got the players to do it right. And all this buzz shit about the 3-4 defense that the media is coming up with, I think that's horse shit. I think we're going to stick with the 4-3, not saying that I like it. I'm saying that's how we play, and we've done a pretty damn good job of it last year, and we could do a better job of it this year with some additional players And, uh, well, the 4-3 is not dead, let me tell you that. 3-4 is like the high-bred defense. But come on, man. We looked pretty damn good last season. Uh, And that is that. 
And Bresnahan, welcome to the Raiders, brother. Welcome back home. I think you do a fine job because you and Mr. Davis already know what is up. <laughs> and that is all I have to say about that. Well, don't even try to tell me that there ain't no shame in the frickin' Hall of Fame, partner. There is a long frickin' list of shame in the Hall of Fame, and these guys at the altar of the all-knowing, you know, <laughs> temple of the NFL are full of shit. And you know what? It's okay. If they didn't put so much into the Hall of Fame, it would be better. But they make it sound like if you're not in, you ain't done shit. And you know as well as I do that many Raider players have gotten the shaft, literally. Not even a mention, nothing. You know what? I think it's bullshit, and it's something that, that shouldn't be, you know, it's like the Oscars, for crying out loud, popularity contest, or, you know, those other awards, the Globes and all that, where they award each other, you know, the favorite people, evidently. I'm getting off track here, but, man, the Hall of Fame is bullshit. I mean, uh, Ray Guy still out. I mean, listen. Cliff Branch, one of the best receivers in the history of the game. He eclipsed Lynn Swan's record, and he still stands outside the club. That's some bullshit. Lester Hayes changed the game, and he's where? He's outside the club. I mean, give me a freaking break, and now they're talking about Tim Brown not be a shoe-in? Fuck them, and fuck the Hall of Fame. Because it makes it a sham. I'll tell you right now, for this Raider fan, the Hall of Fame is fucking meaningless, except for the people I believe belong there. And I'm telling you, there's some other players beside Raider players that I respect. I respect for their record, what they did, what they did for the game. There's a lot of things that are, go into this. But there's a lot of players in there that are just, hey man, they're the... They're the guys that were in the right circles. They got the nod. They had the media. I mean, give me a break. If this is about football excellence, if this is about character on and off the field and quality of play, then you know what? There's a lot of guys that are wearing silver and black that are getting punked. And I think the people who run that shit are punks. And I'm not buying it. But I'm telling you, the, the fact that Tim Brown is starting to get, like, shunned? What the fuck? Tom Flores. You know, let's talk about him for just a second or two. Two-time Super Bowl winning coach. Yeah, he gets nothing. Oh, who was the quarterback then? Jim Punkett? Two Super Bowl wins? What does he get? Yeah, nothing. Listen, man, the Hall of Fame is bullshit. I'm not buying it. There are champions there, I know. There are great football players that I, I respect and have honor for. But there's a lot of little snakes in the house. And I'll tell you right now, 
that the fact that these players are not in the Hall of Fame is a shame, it's a sham, and it's horse shit. And they should fix that this year if they're going to fix anything else. And that is all I have to say about that. All right, folks, it's time for a free agent freak out. All right, Raider Nation, we do have a free agent dilemma. <laughs> to say the least, there are necessaries and there are nice-to-haves that are almost necessary on our free agent list, which is not short by any means. The benefit, though, is there are a lot of teams in the NFL that have a very big free agent pool. All teams are waiting. Well, let's not say all teams because that's the scam and that's the sham and that's the bullshit. Now, I can only hope the Oakland Raiders are on the J-O-B and John Herrera is out from underneath Al Davis's desk along with his good pal, butt buddy, Mike Taylor. And they are out there doing their job and making sure these free agents are comfortable, ready to stay, and ready to go to work. They should be stroking these guys upside down, left and right, man, making sure that they're coming back to Oakland and assuring them that the money will be in the house. Let us hope that that is happening. Because I'll tell you right now, other teams are making moves, whether you like to believe it or not. Just today, Seattle assigned two players, two free agents, on a tentative deal. Now it's tentative because CBA is not done. Now, here's the deal. The CBA, if it's not done by the end of the free agent period, then free agency is not done this year. That's the way it goes. If this thing doesn't go all the way through free agency and ain't get the deal done like tomorrow, then there's going to be assholes and elbows going on in every NFL office in the country because these free agents then are up for grabs. And so everybody's got to make it happen. So I have no doubt that there are underlying deals going on right now. So there's no reason to freak out. Now, I could freak out just because I'm a Raider fan. And you could too, because maybe there's nothing going on. I can hardly believe that. I can hardly believe that. And I hope that that's not the case. Because we need to solidify the guys that are important. And need I give you some names? Well, let me just try. Okay, on the list of got-to-have players, okay, Asamoah is a given. Now, Khalif Barnes was a serviceable lineman. Do we need to keep him? Perhaps. Offensive tackle did a pretty good job last season. He might have played good enough to keep his job, but we don't know. Marcel Bennett, a good player. We used him a couple of times, I remember. Good player. He's definitely a guy that we might lose, but I'd like to keep him around. Kyle Bowler, you got to go, Padna. We need to get some fresh blood, a QB, and you never did really anything good. Uh, Interception, I can remember. No thanks. Outside linebacker Ricky Brown, keeper. 
He did get injured last season, but he's a good linebacker, man. He's great on special teams. He's a great gunner. Got to keep him. Michael Bush, need I say more. Rock Cartwright did a great job last year, too. But, you know, you never know if we're going to keep him either. But he's on the up. John Kondo, <laughs> long snapper. We got to have that guy. He did a great job for us. Safety, Hiram Eugene. I didn't hear his name a lot this season, but he's a good guy. He's a good safety. Not an every down safety. You know, we might lose him. Charlie Fry, well, goodbye. That's all I got to say to you. <laughs> Maybe we keep him. I don't think so. I need. I think we need two fresh QBs in the back for sure. Robert Gallery, offensive guard. Well, he did a great job. Some people are saying cut him. I say, man, he's been a Raider this whole time. He's figuring it out. He's on the line. I think he's a staple there. I think we should keep him. Gradkowski. Well, you know what? The guy's a good backup. I'd keep him too. But I certainly would do the rotating quarterback program, and I would tell him at the beginning of the season that, well, you ain't going in unless the QB is injured, which might be the case. And in that case, you know, the guy's a good second-string quarterback. I think we keep him. Defensive tackle, John Henderson. He's a little old. He's a little long in the tooth. We get him for the right money. I think we keep him. He's pretty damn good in the middle. Unless we get someone to replace him, we need a big guy at the nose. I think we've always needed that, or at least the last five years. We need a John Henderson-type player there, maybe in the draft, someone big and strong like him. Because if we had a middle like him, but about eight years younger, uh, this team would be crazy on the defense. So important position. I don't know if we don't replace him, we should probably keep him. Mario Henderson, yeah. Even though he played better, uh, I would say he would be on the bubble because the year before, he blew ass. And, uh, well, this year he did much better. I think we'd have to plan uh, to look at this year and think we're going to keep him. Johnny Lee Higgins fell out of the spotlight last year. You know, he wasn't anywhere to be seen. We didn't see much of him. He didn't play much. That's because, of course, we had uh, Darius Hayward Bay taking his place. I don't know. I think John Lee is a little disheartened. Maybe we got to cut this guy because, you know, I don't think he's going to make it. We've given him a chance. We got to move on. Thomas Howard. I love Thomas Howard. Hell of a guy. Outside linebacker. He's very good on the pass, but he's not a good run stopper, man. Howard, you know, I'd love to see him in there for special occasions maybe, but we need some big, fast, Outside linebackers, not defensive ends. Uh, Howard's okay. We should keep him, but I don't know if he's good enough to stay on first place. Michael Huff, man, he's the only safety we really have. As much as I hate to say it, he's improving slowly but surely. I think we keep him. He's in his prime. We could get him for a pretty good deal because I just think we can. Daniel Lopier's on the bubble, too. He could be out. Zach Miller, need I say a word about him? Necessary. Stanford route. Here we go again. Along with Michael Huff, uh, these are very questionable keepers, but I just don't know if we have the draft choices to replace them. The guys were playing better towards the end of the season and better than they did last year. That shows to me improvement. 
You know, like another guy, Tyvon Branch, went downhill. Like Johnny Lee Higgins, his career kind of took a couple steps back this season. He missed some big-time tackles, and he got burned a couple times too. So, you know, I expected a whole lot more from Tyvon Branch, and it didn't come out. So I don't know if they're going to keep him or not, but as far as Routon Huff, we might have to hold on to them. Satale. Samson Satale. The center that we got from Miami is becoming a beast like I know he would. He is a great center. We're going to keep him. He's moving people off the ball. And all season, he was up into the secondary on run plays. That is pretty damn good. And that's what you want out of your center. He's a keeper. Richard Seymour. They're talking about another franchise tag for this guy. You know, I don't care. We got to keep him. We gave up a first-round draft choice. That's that's a lot. And the fact that he brings such anger to the game, we got to keep him. I love it. I love the X when he does a good thing, like a sack. It's beautiful. A great player. And uh, for sure, he's an Oakland Raider. Langston Walker, for some reason, you know, I never had any hope for this character. And this season, he was flawless. I mean, I don't understand that at all. But Langston Walker this year did a great job. Maybe that's because he's on free agency this year. I don't know. But I'll tell you right now, he did a great job last year. And keeping him as a backup, I don't know, man. I keep this guy because he did a great job. Uh, our offensive line was starting to work pretty good. And that was due uh, partly to this guy right here. And I, I never thought I'd ever say that. Okay, here we go. My favorite player that seems to cling on forever. Outside linebacker Sam Williams. The one game I saw him in this year, you know, he played okay. He is old, and I don't know why he's still playing on our team. <laughs> Somebody please tell me because I don't get it. <laughs> he should be out of here. Cameron Wembley, great defensive end, not an outside linebacker. I think we should keep him. He's got a great motor. He's tenacious, and he works well on our defense. Now, you know what, Raider Nation? There's a whole lot of players here that are due to leave if we don't throw the money at them. And you know the players we're going to need to have next season, at least, and more added to it for sure. You know, we need a wide receiver. We need a star wide receiver, a big one like Ocho Cinco would be a nice choice. And we need offensive line. We need offensive line help big time. And if we don't get any help, <laughs> uh, we're going to be in trouble because Jason Cabell is a fragile guy. We got to protect him. We also need to pick up some good quarterbacks in the later round. Some guy that might turn out to be a Tom Brady. You never know. I just think that this team is on the edge, on the precipice of doing something great. I hope and pray that we have a stable offseason. I hope and pray that the free agency doesn't get solved. The CBA doesn't get solved till after the free agency because that means we get to keep all our free agents. That's right. So let's just hope that happens and we don't have to worry about anything. The payroll would remain the same and they play this year under the same contract. That would be beautiful along with the draft with a cap for the rookies 
it could be a great offseason for the Oakland Raiders. So I'm looking at the positive side, <laughs> as you should. And that is all I have to say about that. 1-800-620-7181. 1-800-620-7181. I know it's the offseason. You know it's the offseason. Pick up the damn phone, will you? Make a call. You know the Red Nation is always in the house. Let's get on that website, too. www.raidernationpodcast.com. Randy's redesigned the entire thing. Everything Raiders, every day, every minute of news and audio video clips you could possibly need are on our site, man. Get on it. Join the forum. Throw your two cents in there and get it over with. Because I know no football, well, that's some bullshit. And you can get some taste of it right here on the RaiderNationPodcast.com website. Check it out. All right, who is our first caller on the show? We have a good contributor from the East, Pennsylvania, Raider. Hey, what's up, Nation? What's up, Raider Greg, Raider Randy? Uh, just got a vent. I don't even care if this gets aired. I just have to vent. This is Pennsylvania Raider, by the way. Uh, watching the AFC Championship game, the fucking Pittsburgh Steelers win. They're fucking all over the radio presenting the trophy. Oh, Steeler Nation, Steeler Nation. Fuck that. There's only one nation in the NFL, and that's the fucking Raider Nation. Everybody else is a bunch of fucking posers. Steeler Nation, my fucking left nutsack. Oh, I fucking hate the Steelers, too. Ben Rapisberger. Anyway, fuck the Steelers. Go Raiders. Well, my friend, this is the time of year that anyone in the Super Bowl is called a nation. Yes, the Steelers nation, you name it. Hey, the Patriot nation. You've heard it all. The Dallas, Texas nation, the, the Cowboys nation, you know, and even in our own division, the Bronco nation. I just don't even get it. I'm tired of fighting it. Everybody knows that there is only one, and that one is the original, the only Raider. Nation. Next is my very good brother, Raider Steve in Vegas. Man, I got to get out to Vegas, man. I got to drag my woman out there soon. What's up, man? Hey, Raider Greg. It's Raider Steve in Vegas. I'm listening to a new podcast, man. I'm, I'm listening to The Bone Line. I'm about halfway through, and uh, I just got I, I to gotta step in here and, and say... Uh, you know, a lot of people have been really upset about getting rid of cable, and uh, I wasn't too upset about it. I just, I kind of assumed it was going to happen. I mean, you got to ask yourself, does anybody really think that cable is going to take us to the Super Bowl? I don't think so. I, he's not that, I don't think he's that good of a coach. I mean, he's a good manager, but I, if you look at it, what's the difference between last year and this year? It's Hugh Jackson. He's the reason we got three more wins. You know, I think if Hugh Jackson isn't there, I think we're, we we get five wins, maybe. You know, we should have won more games this year. I, I honestly think the change to Hugh Jackson is a good thing, and I think it's going to work out. I mean, if you just listen to that guy talk and listen to Cable talk, you know, you can tell right there 
when those two guys are talking, that Hugh Jackson, he just he seems sharper. You know what I mean? He he's got more energy. I think he wants it more, and I think he knows what he's doing. I think he's going to be great. And the guy used to he used to room he was roommates with John Gruden, and those guys, you know, they put it up on the board together and they did, uh, designed plays together and all that shit. I think it's going to be great, man. Another thing, everyone's freaking about Namdi. You know, um, I don't want him to leave either, but there's no way the Raiders are going to pay him $17 million next year. You know, that's, uh, it's either $17 million or um, the average of the top five quarterbacks in the league. You know, Peyton Manning's getting a new uh, contract. You know, we can't afford that. Al Davis said it himself. We can get uh, three really good players for that. And to be honest with you, Nobody's going to pay Namdi $17 million unless it's a one-year thing. And he's not going to take a one-year thing, you know? And uh, I, don't, I don't think that anybody's going to – I think he's going to get less money. I mean, he's not going to get $17 million, but no one's going to offer him more money than the Raiders, you know? Al Davis keeps his best players. Namdi's our best player. I'm saying it right now. I think Namdi's going to stay. And, uh, you know, it seems like every three or four years we go through these panic modes where, oh, we think so-and-so's leaving, you know? Um, I don't think any. I don't think any of these guys are going to leave. I mean, the most important ones are. I don't think Seymour's going anywhere. I don't think Miller's going anywhere. You know, Namdi maybe, but I, I really don't think so. I think he's going to stay, man. I think this team is different. These guys want to see this thing through, you know. And I think Hugh Jackson's the right change. And Al Saunders, that's a fucking awesome hire, man. I mean, I honestly, I'm, I'm telling you right now, I think Raiders, they're going to win the division next year. I think removing K, I think he was just a stopgap, you know. Hugh Jackson had a one-year audition, and he passed it. He's the new coach, and the Raiders are on to bigger and better things. So stop all the gloom and doom, man. Let's go. I think it's going to be better. So we're going to fucking win the division next year. Write it down. I'm out. Well, on cable, I just think that you know, you have when you're doing something right and things are working, you don't want to you know, shake up the apple cart. You don't want to disturb the Karma Sutra and the uh, atmosphere that's in the locker room and the attitude that everyone is appearing to have now because you got to face it, man, that the attitude changed before Hugh Jackson got there. Cable did a lot to change the mentality of this team and, and, you know, it was starting to go that way. I'm saying that between the two of them, they both had a function with this team and the players. It worked out well was a nice mix, over with, done with. That is all. We're moving on. We got Al Saunders, awesome pickup. We got Hugh Jackson, head coach. Now we could have Chuck Bresnahan, which could end up to be the trifecta here. And I think, you know, if, if things work out the way I think they are, we could have a team that could win a division. It ain't going to be easy. We got a tougher schedule, but... Uh, it's a definite possibility. I'm thinking positive. And now a very cool, very educated, lifelong Raider fan. Raider Steve from Houston is Raider Nation. Check him out. Hey, Raider Nation. This is Houston Raider Steve. I just want to let you know that I feel the same way that you all feel. It's great to hear the feedback and everything. And thanks a lot, uh, Greg and Randy, for putting the Hugh Jackson press conference on there first I was uh, upset with the cable firing and everything, the way it all went down and everything, but you know how it is being in a Raider fan and Raider Nation with uh, Al Davis in charge, you never know what's going to happen. It's like a box of chocolates, as Forrest Gump would say. 
you never know what you're going to get. But anyway, after seeing the press conference and seeing the way, uh, you know, I've always heard good things from one of our local sportscasters named Barry Warner, who used to be a scout for the Raiders back in the 60s, and he's had nothing but praise for Hugh Jackson. And after hearing the comments, obviously Al was grooming uh, Hugh for the job for this year. And I think the incident with the, you know, girlfriend staying, you know, going on the team uh, plane and everything and the comment about we're not losers anymore, I think that sealed the deal for Tom Cable. You only wish him the best of luck with the Seahawks and uh, thank him for his service, but we're excited with what Hugh Jackson brings to the table as well. You can tell that he's really a company man and he's going to do whatever he can to get the Raiders around. Can't uh, do anything but wish him the best. Do have some positive news for you. I was at the Molly Sports Bar watching the Jets and the Steelers game couple of the Steelers fans, we talked back and forth and everything. I wear my Raiders stuff up there, and they all knew that, know that I'm a Raiders fan. They walked up to me and said, you know, the, they were surprised about what happened with Coach Cable, but they were also surprised, and they smiled when they said this to two different Steelers fans about how well the Raiders played this year, and they were actually scared about the noise that the Raiders were making and everything because they were really making some statement games when you sweep your division like that. Unfortunately, the non-conference games didn't go the way we planned, but I have a lot of hope there. But the thing that concerns me the most, as it does all of you, by your phone calls, is we need to sign uh, Namdi Asamoah. That's critical. That's the, he's a keystone to the organization. You know, you can tell he wants to be a Raider, but he also wants to be respected by Al Davis and everything. And uh, them saying that he didn't make his uh, some of his incentives and everything is kind of a slap in the face to all of us, not just him. It's very important that we keep him. I know some people think three players, but you never know what you get with those three players. They could either be really good or they can be a complete bust, as we all know. It's not a perfect science. Just want to let you know I'm excited about the offseason. I'm sure hope we don't have a work stoppage. That has me really concerned. We don't need the 18 games, in my opinion. 16 games is plenty enough. The owners don't play the games. How many of those owners actually played football at a professional level, much less a college or high school level? So anyway, just want to say... Uh, Living here in Houston, being a lifelong Raider fan, there's no way in hell that I can go for those Steelers. You know, I'm not going to go for the conference. F them. They always talk about the Steeler fans always throw up in my face about that Franco Harris statue out at the airport in Pittsburgh, that Immaculate Deception statue is what I call it. But anyway, go Pack Go. Hope they run the table. It's amazing what they've done is everything is winning in Philly, winning in Atlanta, winning in Chicago. I believe our 80 team was the first team to do that and win the Super Bowl. I was lucky to meet Kenny Stabler, local card show, still as fluid and uh, you know sharp as ever. Great to see him. He was when I became a Raider fan. First game I saw him play was the Immaculate Deception game. First game I ever saw the Raiders play plays was the Heidi game. Anyway, go Raiders! Don't give up the faith. We're the best fans, and I sure hope that we don't have work stoppage because I want to look forward to go out and seeing everybody out there and. Seeing Greg and Randy and Charmaine and Double X Raider and all the other great uh, Raider fans like Crusader Raider and Juan Jorge and everybody. We're making some noise. Sweeping the division was a huge statement for us. But we're not backing down. We're only going to get better. And with Hugh Jackson, I think we're going to continue to build upon what we had from last year and go forward. But we need to get Namdi signed and retain our agents like Miller and everybody else. That's the key. God bless. Well, I sure as hell hope we don't have a work stoppage. I don't think it's going to happen. Too much money to lose, man. They don't need it in this bad economy. They're going to make it happen for both parties and for us. I guarantee you, too much money. As far as Nomdi goes, uh, Raider Steve from Vegas was saying, you know, we, we, you know, we don't really need him. If we don't sign him, it's no big deal. Trust me, it is a huge deal. 
I got one thing to say. Charles Woodson, he's now playing on a Super Bowl team this year, and he was drafted by the Oakland Raiders brothers and sisters, and we lost him. I didn't like it. I didn't want it to happen. We need to keep Namdi, and whatever we got to pay him, we got to pay him because finding three guys for his salary, it don't happen that easy. That's why there's only two shutdown corners in the league. That's correct. One on the Jets and one on the Oakland Raiders. Our very own Namdi Asamoah. Got to keep him. Great information, Steve. Great history. And the fact that the rest of the league knows that we're coming up is no surprise to you, me, or anyone else in the Raider Nation. Watch out because we're coming. Next, we have Raider Chavalito from Ivanhoe, California. Check it out. Hey, this is Raider Chavalito from Ivanhoe, California. Shout out to the Raider Nation. I'm calling in regards to Namdi and Shane Leckler. Congratulations on making first team. All right. But here's the one thing. Namdi, you got to pay the man. Give him what he wants. He's worth every penny he asks for. All right. But then I'm hearing people want to keep Seymour. You know what? Fuck Seymour. I know he's got three rings and the whole leadership thing, but I don't think he's there. I think he'd get someone in the second round. You know, fuck it. I'm go- and speaking about the draft, I'm glad the team did some improvement this year because our first-round pick obviously went to New England. You know, I wouldn't want the fucking Patriots getting a top-ten pick off of us. You know, let's fucking improve off the draft. And um, all the free agents available this season. Hopefully um, the CBA goes through. We could get a good quarterback. I don't know if Campbell is an answer to the teacher. He had an all-right season, but there's moments where I felt he could have done better. There's Kevin Cobb, fucking Carson Palmer looking for shit. You know what I mean? Fucking Vince Young, shit. Hey, and there's a guy out of Nevada right now called Colin Kaepernick. I fucking hate Nevada, but after seeing him so many times, this guy's got potential. Maybe second-round pick. I wouldn't mind taking a shot on him. All right, thanks, Raider Greg. Congratulations on the 300 show. Peace out. Oh, we got to keep Seymour, man. We got to keep Seymour because we paid so very much for him, and he's a damn good player. Worth every penny, and he doesn't look like he lost a dog on step this year. He's been a beast, and next year he will too, deservingly so. Hey, man, these players deserve the money. They're doing the right things. Remember D'Angelo Hall and Randy Moss? Think about that. How about Mr. Purple Syrup himself? That's right, Jakarkas. I don't mind spending money on good players. I just don't. I just mind greatly spending money on bad players, and uh, well, I think Mr. Davis feels the same way. Thank you for the call, my brother. Next on the line, we have a great call. I gotta tell you, great Raider John from Providence, Rhode Island, freezing his nutsack off in the snow. You could hear him walking. You could feel the cold, man. Uh, well, yeah, I got to tell you right now, John, it's 70 degrees outside my window. Just want to throw that out, you brother. <laughs> well, check him out, man. He's got something to say. Raider Greg, it's Raider John from Rhode Island, walking in the shitty-ass snow, freezing my ass off, and uh, wanted to call you from the comfort of my home as I listen to your show. 
But uh, if you hear a loud noise in the back, that's a snowblower. Anyway, back on subject. Uh, I couldn't wait because I hear a lot of people crying about all these free agents that are leaving and Tom Cable and this and that. You know what? I don't give a shit anymore, dude. Let Namdi Samoa go. Let Bush go. Let fucking Richard Seymour go. Let them all go. Fuck it. Only one I ever care, even care about is Zach Miller because you never know what's going to happen every year, dude. Nobody knew Jacoby Ford before this year. Now everybody was, would, be, would be crying if he was leaving. But I'm just proving a point that next year we could get a lot of good rookies that come out of the draft just like this year, you know? It's like people just need to let it go, let things happen. You don't know what's going to happen. Everything's not going to be fine. We are the Raiders. We sucked in the 90s. We suck in the 2000s. It's, it's because of Mr. Al Davis. We, we ain't been good since 83. And that's with the exception of Gannon and John Gruden. But, I mean, those are the only two names that we've ever let go that, to me, have really put this franchise in a downward spiral. Besides them two guys, I don't give a shit who goes because 8-8, eight and eight, a big fucking deal. What is that? Uh, just because I'm a Raider fan, I'm not going to be happy with that. I want to make the fucking playoffs. Until we do, I don't give a shit about none of these fucking money-hungry guys. They can all go eat a dick somewhere else on some other team. And uh, we'll play them and beat their asses when we see them. Guaranteed. All right, Raider Greg. Sorry I'm so hostile, but I'm just aggravated. See you later. Well, let me just talk about what you said about the teams. In the 90s, we had a good team, man. We had a great team in the 90s. Gruden's team, three AFC championships. You know, a trip to the Super Bowl. I mean, those were some winning times. That was pretty good. If we'd have won the Super Bowl, that would have been a fantastic run. But we didn't win. But the 90s weren't bad, man. The 2000s have blown ass, however. <laughs> and that kind of makes it seem like it's been that long since we've had a good team. As far as the team goes, we got to keep these free agents, man. You just don't find a Zach Miller in a draft. You don't just find a Namdi Asamoah, you know, off the draft or free agency. Oh, well, no, no, man. These are not only professionals. These are star professionals. They have a natural talent that nobody else has. That's why they're so good. That's why they're so rare. You build a team through the draft and free agency. You don't just let go of good players, man. You'll never get anywhere. I understand your frustrations, man, but things are going to get better here in Oakland. Mark my words. I'm seeing it happen, and so are you. Just, just look, and you'll see. Last but not least, my good brother that handles the Bakersfield scene, Raider Jaime. Hey, Raider Greg, Raider Randy. What's going on, Raider Nation? The Raider Jaime calling out of Bakersfield. Man, what a fucking difference from uh, a couple of weeks ago. Um, fucking felt like I don't know. It was it was it was it seemed like a weird, really bad turmoil a couple of weeks ago. Now, with the addition of uh, Al Saunders and now uh, Bill Wiley and um, getting uh, the Wiz back. Hey, man. Um, things you know, things are looking pretty good as you know as far as uh the coaching staff's concerned, and now they got uh, Chuck Bresnahan back. You know, uh, fuck, it's start, things are starting to look up now. 
I feel really confident about this uh, coaching staff they're putting together. As far as um, going with the defensive coordinator, you know, there's there's a bunch of speculation about uh, bringing over uh, our old man Winston Moss or uh, uh, what's the name Perry, who was with us a while back as well. Um, you know, uh, I I don't know about they have no experience at the defensive coordinator side. I don't know what the what they're uh, you know what they're feeling out for there, but I think it's better to just go with uh, with Chuck Bresnahan because you know he knows how to call it. So you know we'll see we'll see after the Super Bowl. But anyways, man, things are sure looking up, man. As, as far as the coaching staff, that that just makes it more better for a free agency, man. If you know if this lockout doesn't happen, it just looks a lot better, man, because. With uh, when you get when you get uh, well-respected coaches, you got you got guys that that do look like you know that that you know they're gonna want to play for them, you know. And Al Sanders, fuck, you know he goes way back with us, Raider Greg. You know that motherfucker. Well, I'm glad he's on our sideline now. And um, yeah, we'll just we'll see for the 2011 season. So, man, things are looking up, man. My attitude has changed 110 percent. Like Juan Horace says. It's all about this year now, baby. Forget about what happened um, 2010. I'm looking forward to 2011. Um, I'm out. Yeah, man. We were all freaking out. I was right there with you. Everybody was freaked out. A big change for our team. But, you know, little by little, Raiders are building a coaching staff, and it's looking okay. You know, I think that Bresnahan should be the guy. I think he has the team for it, and I know he's been here. For some reason, I feel comfortable uh, with his defensive coaching. Um, but we'll see, man. I mean, if they get Winston Moss or Perry in here, whoever, at least they're people who have been to the championship, man. They're good coaches that you said it. Players will follow, listen to, and walk through fire for, and that's what we need in Oakland. Well, Ritter Nation, the offseason is currently churning. Uh, there's always going to be something going on. We've had a couple additions by subtraction. Uh, you know, we're, we're moving our way slowly right towards the draft. That's the next step. Let's hope free agency just doesn't happen. That's our biggest hope right now. As a team, we can keep the team we have and then go to the draft, pick up some great players, and then see what happens next season. That would be the ultimate, and that's what this Raider fans hope it for. Raider Nation, keep in touch with us, the Raider Nation podcast. I am your host, and I am 